So let's say you woke up one morning and you went and you got a bowl, you got a spoon, and you looked in the pantry or wherever and you, you realized, oh, you're out of cereal. And then you opened the fridge and you realized you're out of milk. So instead, you poured a nice bowl of salt and had that for breakfast. You probably wouldn't feel good that day. I don't know what happened. It might even kill you. I have no idea. But it's not a good idea to do it. Okay? Salt is not something that's meant to be by itself. That's not something that, it's not something that's meant to be used or consumed alone. And when Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth, it, it, we need to sort of do a little work in order to figure out what he means. It doesn't mean, just like imagine that the breakfast scenario that I described, it doesn't mean that you're just good by yourself alone. You are good. God created us all good. We have that goodness built into our very being. But that's not what being the salt of the earth means. In fact, he wouldn't have said salt of the earth. He could have just said salt. Or he could have just said you're good, if that's what he meant. He means something really precise here. One of the things it means to be the salt of the earth as his followers is that just like salt, our job is accomplished not when we're by ourselves, but when we're combined with something else. Salt does its job, and salt is good, when you put it on something that needs salt, when you put it on a steak or something like that. We are good when we give flavor to something other than ourselves. When we are pointed not towards ourselves, when our lives are not centered on our own sort of wishes and, and preferences, but when we are pointed, directed towards making the world a better place, when we're pointed outward. Now, why is that important? Well, because that's the way Jesus is pointed. Jesus, the Son of God, is sent by the Father into the world to become flesh. So when we are directed towards the world in order to make it what God wants it to be, we're being, we're, we're sort of moving in the same direction that Jesus is moving out towards the world. We're oriented in that direction. So one of the things that means to be salt is that we are directed towards, we are for the sake of others. And when I feel in my heart that my existence and the goodness and quality of my existence is dependent on others and something other than myself, I'm starting to understand what it means to be the salt of the earth. Now, it's a little more precise than that. Salt, it's not just you just mix it with something else. And it's not just because it's different, you know. One of the things that's special about salt, I mean, the reason why you put salt on food is because the food isn't salty. Salt does its job when it's different than the thing that it's seasoning, right? But that's not enough. It's not enough for us to be just different than others. If we're just different than the world, well, there's a lot of different ways to be different. You can just be weirdos. That doesn't mean we're Christians, we're the salt of the earth. Salt doesn't mix with everything just because it's different. You don't, you're going to put salt on ice cream. I don't know, maybe people do that. I don't know if people do that. I was trying to think of something that nobody ever puts salt on, but people have weird diets. Ice cream, is that good? Okay. You put salt on something that goes with it. 
So it's not that we're just different than the world or we're just weird. We are combining with the world in a way that makes sense, in the way that makes the world objectively better. So just now, why, why is this worth saying? I, I want to kind of clarify what I'm trying to say. When Jesus says earlier, blessed are you when you were persecuted, he specifies when you're persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Just because people don't like you doesn't mean you're a prophet. Maybe you're just mean. When people persecute you for the sake of righteousness, you are the salt of the world when you add to it and make it better. The world might reject you because you're different. But if it doesn't reject you because of Christ, you're not being persecuted the way that Christ is talking about in the Beatitudes. We're also not... I was trying to think of another example of this. We're the salt of the earth. We're not the ketchup of the earth. We improve things. We make them better. We make them more digestible. But we don't, we're not there just to make people feel good. We're there to improve the quality of the world. We're not just there just to be nice to everybody. And being a follower of Christ does mean to be kind. That's one of the things built into it. But sometimes it also means being sharp. And our role as Christians, our role in, in, in transforming the world, isn't always to be just sweet to everybody. Maybe sugar is better. We're not the sugar of the world. That's a different thing. I don't know whose job that is, but that's not, our, our, the, the, it's not the job of our religion. The job of our religion is to make the world nutritious and digestible. Not just tasting good. We're not there just to make everybody feel better. We're there to make everybody better, starting with ourselves. Now, there's another thing that I think is really the point that I want to conclude on that I really think is worth saying. Jesus does not say that your actions are the salt of the earth. That actually would be a lot easier. If it were just the things that we do, for example, the, the place where we contribute money, or the, you know, the, the good deeds that we do, or the people that we help, the way that we vote, the way that we talk, the way that we carry ourselves, or the, the, like what we do on Sundays when we go, it's, it, that's actually a little bit too easy. If it was just a matter of what we do is the salt of the earth, no, it's, it's, a, it's a deeper challenge than that. He doesn't say that. He says you are the salt of the earth. So the world is transformed not because of what we do, or not simply because of what we do. The world is transformed because of who we are. And that means just doing stuff is not going to be enough. We have to change first. And the world, if the world is going to be improved because of us, it's because we ourselves have first been transformed. We have become something other than the world. We have become the salt that Christ is describing us as. That we are pointed towards others the way Christ is. And that we are there to make it objectively better the way Christ the Word does. And we are there to make it not just feel good, but actually be something greater than it was before. We have to change first. And when we allow Christ to change us, then just by our very presence, our very identity and being in the world, the world itself will be a better place.